by the grace of God you've been able to come to church the last Sunday of 2018 just to meet 2018 goodbye to some of us I know it's a very challenge was a very challenging year but in every challenge that's where God hands is seen well. Sometimes you might not understand the challenge until the near future. When you get there, you see that, oh, all this exercise that I went through it is because of this war. So, I believe that God, good things are in store for us in future. I believe that there is great hope for our future. And I believe that our God is going to show himself mighty and great in the future. I think that God is going to rise up in a certain way that those who genuinely want to believe him and are finding it very difficult because there are many voices and many things that seemingly look like God he's going to distinguish himself. So that anybody who do not believe, it is his decision. Not because he's confused. God will make himself very clear to so many of us in a way that you will understand him. Because the days are getting closer for him to return. But I believe that God is going to guide us and next year will be an exciting year. Amen. 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 There is one thing that is Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5, which I would like Second Chronicles 26. He said. 
I think, can you, this user, can you go a little bit? Now all, now all the people of Judah took what? Who? Who was 16 years old? Junior youth or senior youth. And made him what? King instead of his father, Amazia. Then, let's jump to the scripture I want you to read. He sought in the days of... Okay, let's go to the one that you, 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 you opened them. I'll come to this place from there. I'll. He built Elaph and restored it to Judah after the king rested with his father. Uziah was... 16 years old when he became king and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecolia of Jerusalem. And he did what was what? Tell somebody, he did what was right. Tell another person, he did what was right. In the sight of God, there are certain things you can do it right. But it's not in the sight of God. Some things look like they're right. But any time I talk about right, it is whether it is right in the sight of God. There are things the world may say they're right, but they are wrong. It is what God proclaims and says it is right. That is what I'm talking about. He did what was what? Right in the sight of God. According to what? All that his father Amaziah had done. He did what? He did what? He sought God in the days of who? Zachariah the prophet. The prophet played a major role. He made sure that he heard the voice of God. Because you cannot. You cannot see God if you can't find him. He sought God when? In the days of who? Zechariah. Who had understanding where? In the visions of what? God. I thank God that you are in Holy Ghost Temple, ICGC. We need to understand the vision of God. Whatever God is revealing, we need to understand it. It's not only seeing, but understanding it. God may reveal something, but do we understand it? And I pray that next year, God will cause you to understand every vision that he revealed to you. So, who had understanding in the visions of God, and as long as what? He sought the Lord. God made him what? Ah! People are chasing prosperity. You can't chase prosperity and get it in this world. 
There are two ways to prosper. One, you can prosper in the way of the world with trouble in addition. Two, you can seek the Lord and the Lord will prosper you and when you sleep, you are asleep. With peace and without disease, without heart, high blood pressure. Some are rich, but they cannot eat rich food. You have all the riches. You can eat the food you want to eat. You can walk freely in the world and in the market. You can't just get up and say, oh, let me walk and go to Medina and come. You are afraid. So what is the essence of being rich and still be a prisoner? I want the prosperity of God. So there is the God kind of prosperity. That prosperity is transferred to your children, <coughs> to your children, 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 children. And that one, God had no sorrow. The other kind of prosperity, there's an addition of sorrow. So, if there's anything we will have to do, I'm just preparing you. This is not the first night. We need to seek the Lord. And as long as he sought the Lord, what happened? God. Or as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. It is God who made him prosper. When God begins to make you prosper, nobody on this earth can stop that prosperity. Not even the greatest king of this world. When God begins to prosper you, either you come on the side of the one who is God is prospering, if you fight against him, God will remove you. For your sake, God will even determine who is a king, who should be a king, and not a king. But God wants to prosper you. For your sake, God decides to promote people because of you. As long as you sought God, God prospered. This is not a prosperity where you go and undermine somebody. But it's a prosperity that when you have it, you know you are not, you know God is the one who gave it to me. You are not afraid that somebody can take it because that prosperity, your name is embossed on it. Bah! How do you call it? It is 
It is embossed. Engraved. Engraved. Your name is anybody who takes it and they say, I'm prosper, you show it, and it's your name that appears. So it cannot be stolen. It cannot be taken. Nobody can just do anything and say, I'm going to take it. No, he can't use it. It is only you who can fit into it. This is the kind of prosperity. He sought God. And as long as he sought God, God prospered him. And as long as we seek God, when we talk about prosperity, I'm not even talking about getting money. Prosperity is more than money. Riches, some of them are, I'm, I'm a millionaire. No, prosperity is more than being a millionaire. Prospering in every area of your life. Your health, you are prospering. Your happiness, prospering. Your family, prospering. Some people have money, but their children they wish they could exchange their money for their children's life. The way the children, they see some poor man, child, poor man and poor woman children who are very obedient, who are working nice, who, who are very decent. And they see themselves with money and their children are wayward. It's not prosperity. Total well-being. This is what I believe God wants to give to us. And as we enter next year, I'm just preparing, giving you the, the teasers so that you, you, you want to rush to enter into it. Hallelujah. Amen. For God is going to do something great for our life. He's done so much. If you've tasted God, if God has blessed you, you've seen nothing yet. Tell someone you've seen nothing yet. See, when God prospers you, prosperity does not mean only money. God can prosper you when he begins to prosper you and you are looking at, and, and, and you are not married and you are, nobody seems to even look at your side. A prosperous person attracts. This way you then see the brothers line up. Then you make a choice. But the one who is prosperous can make a choice. It is only a beggar who has no choice. But a prosperous person has a choice. He knows what kind of car he wants to sit in. He can decide. When you are poor, you don't decide. You're called Uber. And, <laughs> and a small car comes to land there. You have no choice. You must take it. Isn't it? You don't even know what, kind of, what car is coming. You don't have a choice. Whatever can you take it. But a prosperous person, today I want to sit in what? Oh. What? Someone said Poche. What again? Bentley? Someone said, I want to tomorrow, oh, I want to sit in this one. Uh, 
C'est Holman ici, c'est M.C. 10. Dans le nez, c'est Jaguar. Ah, c'est un. What again? What? Jaguar. New things. I have to refresh my memory. I have to refresh myself. Any car, you decide where you want to live. When you are prosperous, it is not a one-bedroom that is available that calls you. This is all that I can rent. You decide where to sleep and what to sleep on. But if you are not prosperous, you don't decide where to sleep and even when to sleep. Even when the sleep is determined by when the, if the street is free. If that is your bedroom. I have stayed in uh, 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 Jamestown before. There's the same place. People, uh, they sleep outside there. And people have to move from the street before they sleep at that time. So if you get people who doesn't want to sleep early, you have to wait until they move. So you don't determine when even to sleep. Your master say, you wanted to say, oh, your master say, please, Today, I would like to eat this and go to Osu and buy me this. It means that your sleep has to be suspended. Suspension of sleep. Sleep, wait. I'm going to Osu. And when I come, before I sleep. Sometimes you are sleeping before you are there, knock your door. Uh, this morning, you have to go out. You have to take this into this. And your sleep is, is but when you are prosperous, he said, I want to sleep eight hours. Tell nobody to wake me up. I'm talking about that kind of. He said, oh, if I have money, I can sleep. Money don't make people sleep. In fact, it rather takes away your sleep. Prosperity makes people sleep nicely. Fine rest. But money, no. Sometimes, some of you, if I give you two million now, you get crazy. <laughs> A million dollar, dollars. When you take it, you start running. What has happened to you? For three days, five days, you won't be able to sleep. Oh, it's true. Who did you know? No, he said, crack, 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 crack. You sleep, you put it in there. <laughs> you hear, crack, crack, you get up. So, then, two o'clock, you get up, you go and count the money, whether. 
Kau nak mana? Unyang yo. I'm thinking, you don't even have what to, you don't know what to do with it. You start spending it by heart. But a prosperous person have control over everything that God gives to him. And as long as he sought the Lord, I want us to seek God for ourselves. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosperous. Don't chase prosperity. Seek the Lord and God will make you prosperous. It was in the days of who? Zachariah. It simply means that the men of God have great influence over peoples seeking the Lord. And our work and our desire of every man of God is to cause his congregation to seek the Lord. All that we preach show that you will seek the Lord all the days of your life. When you seek him, you will find him. When you find him, there's no way you'll be defeated in life. All the preaching, all what we do is for you to seek him and to find him. When you find him, you'll find life. When you find him, you'll find health. When you find him, you've found a husband. When you find him, whatever your desire is, you've got it. Amen. I pray that you'll find him. Amen. Wherever he's hiding from you, may your eyes be open so that you can find him. In the preaching, in ministration, you should be able to see God. When you're coming to church, in the praises, in the prayer time, be able to see God. For me, my desire is that every member would find God. We have all found God to some extent, but we need to find him more. Because if you haven't found him, you can't be here. Unless you find him before you can accept him as your Lord and personal Savior. But that's the first level. We need to get to him. We need to continue. It's not one time seeking God, oh, I'll receive him. Now let him go and do whatever I want to do. You see, people talk about holiness. People talk about this. You see, the problem is that if you find God and you walk with God, you have little, you don't need to preach holiness. You don't need even to talk about faith. Because you know that God so nobody can tell you, put your faith in God. You know him more than the one who is telling you, put your faith in God. You've experienced him. So when you enter into a situation, there's no way you go and look for a stone, or a river, or a talisman. Or what? I don't want to go to some area. I'm encouraging everyone in knowing God. 
God will draw closer to you. Seek him. And as you seek him, that is all what wisdom is all about. Wisdom is a human being. <laughs> He's Christ. Christ the wisdom. Once you find Christ, you'll find God. You've got it. That was who. What made that little boy? If you find this little boy, they did well. Sometimes when you know too much, it becomes a disadvantage. Sometimes when you have a childlike faith, you depend. When you know, you don't depend. But when you don't know, you depend. Solomon was afraid. Yeah, I know. I know when Solomon is going to become a, a king. He was afraid. The reason why he was afraid is because his father was an experienced fighter. The man had killed giant from his childhood. When old men were afraid of a giant, he killed the giant. He didn't need any military uh, uh, equipment to kill a giant. <laughs> he used his own little thing with the trust and killed him. So his father, he seen his father that all the battle the father fought, he won. And you meet a champion who have ruled for a very long time. The father was controlling strong men. Those who are very crooked, those who try to uh, maneuver, he's managed to manage all them throughout his life. <laughs> strong military, so people, Oh, the father knows that this guy began to kill that. He still managed to handle all of them. And this small boy now come to take the place of his father. He said, God, if you don't give me, <laughs> we don't deal with this people. My kingdom will not last. He said, God, do that. I, the person, and he also ask me, say, God, if you are the one I need, yeah. I want Jesus. It's all enough. It's all that I know. And God said, because you did not ask for what? How many of you wouldn't have asked for your enemies? Today, when God comes here, and God said, because you asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself, the first thing you will ask is what? When, if God appear now and he comes, say, what's your name? Huh? Richmond. Richmond. Say, Richmond, you ask me what you want. The first thing you ask is God, I want to be 120 years. Still very strong. Some of you can even say, thousand. Say, God, look, I want to be older than Methuselah. At least my name will be in the record books, not only in the world, the Bible. They'll be recorded in the Bible that there is somebody who lived after Methuselah. <laughs> At least give me 2,000 years. 
Then I'll be there. All the children that come, I'll be giving them history of what happened. Hey, in the days of Moses, this is what happened. I'm still here. <laughs> oh, I was there. And they, oh, you tell any story, everything. How many of you would like to live that? You will ask for long life. He didn't ask for long life. Oh, somebody's telling me because he was a young boy, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a cockroach, I would say, God, I want more life. <laughs> no, what did he also ask? No, have asked riches for yourself. You know, sometimes we put the cat before the horse. He didn't ask for riches, but he became richer than everybody. What he didn't ask, he had it. You who have asked, have you got it? <laughs> then God said to him, no, he didn't ask for this. No, have what? No, have asked the life of what? Your enemies. Ah! This one. I know some of you will bring it first before your life. There's some enemies, there's so stubborn. You do everything. You know this guy is destroying me and want to destroy me. And you have the power. You know why you ask God? God, kill all my enemies. When they sleep, by the time they get up, they are in hell. <laughs> Don't even let them get close to heaven. So that when I come there, I'll meet them there. <laughs> let them die and don't let them delay on earth here. Straight to hell. Where we'll never meet again. He never asked for what? A life of what? How many of you won't ask for the life of your enemy? Ah. Sure. I beg for more joy. We pray, pray, pray. No more struggle. You struggle, struggle, struggle. You want to just get the gold? They come here. Scatter you. And you've seen that these are the ones who are scattering. Ah! And God say, Ash. <laughs> if you fall in that life, you are gone. <laughs> in fact, if you ask for wisdom. God knows how to deal. You see, whatever he did, as he had it. I pray today that God will guide you. Amen. God will lead you. Amen. He sought for the Lord. Let me go back to my scripture. Seek him for the Lord. He sought God in the days of Zechariah. In the days of whom? In the days of war. So sometimes people, men of God, influence the atmosphere. We should be able to impress on people's life and make people seek God. I hear a lot of things. People are just saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. it's good. They are good. Because you see, when you are struggling, they are called. I call it uh, 
felt, uh, 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 felt need, the, the need you feel now. Sometimes the one you need, there's a need that is immediate. And that is what people gather around. But they are not looking for what brought that need. You see, you can solve that need, but if it is this, that always brings, if it's malaria, you want to solve malaria, deal with mosquitoes. How many know that if they're able to destroy all the mosquitoes or make mosquitoes not to carry malaria parasite, won't get malaria again? You solve it. But if they give you, how do you call it, a modiaque? <laughs> yes, it will only help for a season. After it is gone, the next two months, the mosquito come again. And we keep on training doctors to come and cure mosquito disease. And most of the day work which the doctors do is to malaria. But they give up. But go and do this test. So we are employing people for mosquitoes giving us work. <laughs> oh? So if we go say, what should I do? He said, God, finish all the mosquitoes. He said, hey, Pastor, have temperature, he said, finish all the mosquitoes. Yes, they are the course. He said, Pastor, didn't you tell us that we shouldn't ask for our enemies? Mosquitoes are our enemy. I'm calling about the source. When you have God, God deals with the source of the situation. If the source of your poverty is ignorant, he gives you wisdom, understanding. If the source of your, your, your poverty is witchcraft, it's witches that are troubling you, God deals with them. If the source of your not getting married is a certain problem, he deals with the source. Then the whole thing then begins to Moved by a natural course. Seek the Lord. Tell somebody, seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Oh, tell another person. Is that prophet? Ah, tell the next person. Seek the Lord. When we seek the Lord, there's no way we will be. We will fail next year. I give you. This is what I'm telling you, an assurance. I can put my everything on it that anybody who will seek the Lord, the Lord will never let the person down. He doesn't know how to fail. We know how to fail. And the prophet, because the prophet, the prophet, Is a prophet sometimes talks in a certain way. This is a prophetic word for you. And if you understand it, Hosea 12, 13 
says that we need a prophet. That's why I think, come and let's prophetically cross. He said, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. By the prophet, we are going to cross. And by a prophet, he did what? He preserved them. By a prophet, Israel was preserved. If you need preservation, you need the prophetic covering of the Lord. The prophetic word. When I say prophetic word, a word that comes from the spirit. Not the word that makes you happy, but the word that God has spoken. We need that word to preserve us. And this is one of the ways that will preserve you. Amen. Seeking the Lord. Amen. Seeking the Lord. It will preserve you against anything wherever you move. You can never fail. When you seek the Lord, he gave you an example of a man who sought the Lord in a certain time. That as long as he sought the Lord, the Lord made him prosperous. And we're going to cross nicely by the prophet. He's going to lead you out of your Egypt. And by the prophet, he's going to preserve you in 2019. Some of us are afraid we will die. Are you waiting for death next year? Seek the Lord. He is the God of life. He said, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Say, prophet, why? I believe a miracle. When you seek God, you can get your miracle. Sometimes people are chasing miracles, but they leave the miracle worker. The miracle worker is the one you must seek for. Once you get the miracle worker, you get your miracle. You saw the woman with the issue of blood. He wasn't looking for anybody. He was just looking for Jesus, the miracle worker. He said, look, I might not even have time to get him, but I'm seeking for him. And when he heard that the man was passing by, he said, what? I am going to get it. With struggle, he went through, but he touched the hem of his garment. And immediately, what happened? The problem she's had for how many years? 12 years doing all kinds of things. Searching and moving from one place to the other. Looking for solution for a 12 years problem. Within a second, when they found him, seek the Lord. When they found him, the problem ceased immediately. The centurion also sent. When they found Jesus, what happened? 
your problem left. Who again? The blind man. Bartimaeus. Sitting there and when he heard that Jesus was passing by, he said, wow, this is where I found him. He was seeking to find that Jesus and he couldn't see him, but he could hear that he was passing. So he said, look, I am going to shout until I get the person. Shouted, 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 and people were just uh, saying, this guy is crazy. You're blind. You won't sit down and think about your blindness. You're crying out. And he cried out the more because he didn't want to miss what he's looking for, that Jesus. You don't cry for somebody you don't look for. He's seeking for him. He sought for Christ, and Christ appeared. And when Christ appeared, the woman said, he's too still. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer. When you find him, when his attention comes to you, all the word for you is that, be good cheer. The man's situation had been changed. But he said, look, once you found him, the problem is all. Be. Be what? Good cheer. Rise. He is calling you. And he went, and the man remained blind. And throwing aside his garment, he so Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? You are looking for me. You are seeking me for me. Now, what do you know? What do you want me to do for you? You know, Jesus asked him. You know, God also asked uh, 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 Solomon. Huh? God asked Solomon, when you seek him, he will ask you, what do you want me to do for you? Solomon sought God. And God said, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man sought God, said, what do you want me to do, God, for you? Their needs were different. Solomon needed wisdom to rule a nation. This man needed eyes to see. You too, you need a wife. You need a husband. You need a job. You need breakthrough. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. No, no, no. Let me continue with that guy, the blind man. Whether he saw. Some people might say, oh, he asked him that he went back blind. No, no, no. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. This is his need. And Jesus said, the reason why he's begging is because he couldn't see. He didn't, say that, he didn't say, oh, that I might not beg when I'm sitting by the roadside here. He said, no, that I might see my side because the, source, the reason why I'm begging is because of this. So solve the problem from a source, then I will no longer be a beggar here. Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately, he received what? His sight and followed Jesus on the road. Some of you, if I receive your side, you go and look for your old girlfriend. (laughs) 
who left you because you were blind? <laughs> to go and prove to him that, hey, <laughs> you thought I wouldn't see again. <laughs> now my eyes are back. <laughs> but if you seek him so that you can follow him, we don't only seek him and take what we need and go and do what we want. When we seek him and we find him, the next step is to follow, is to follow him. And as long as you also continue to follow him, the Lord will prosper you. Because on the way of the Lord, there will be prosperity. Amen. I don't know why the last Sunday I preached this message. I'm preparing you for the great thing that is coming. I believe that God will prove himself. The way I believe it, you see, the world, we don't have to argue with the world. I like Reverend Isu said, you see, the world doesn't know if we want to use our mind to argue, we will be confused. How do you prove that this and that. You see, they are intelligent. You can't put it in the Bible. I told you, somebody asked me, who is Jesus? I said, he's the son of God. I thought, and the guy came. He, he, he found a nice way. Who is Jesus' mother? Then he was moving me to a territory which is dangerous. I said, Mary. I said, Macho. He said, Who is Mary's husband? I said, Joseph was a spouse. Joseph, he asked me, did God commit adultery by impregnating Joseph's wife? This is your God. And is that, that is logical to the mind. He can see the Holy Ghost. He knows the natural way to give birth. It's through a man and a woman. So while I was trying to find out reasons how to, what to answer, because but you're not trying to say, you know, when you are a box, you are a box and they put you in a certain corner. <laughs> you want a way to come out. <laughs> and when the blows are coming, <laughs> if you don't take time, <laughs> you'll feel there. What I just did, I said, God, I cannot answer this question. I know that the Son of God. But the, where the guy is coming from, no words can be explained because his mind is physical and carnal. How can I deal with this carnal mind and this logical mind to the spiritual mind? He said, speak in tongue. I said, what? Even Jesus, the Son of God, <laughs> This man do not understand. Speaking in tongue. How can he understand? Even we Christians, 
at that time. These days that people pray, speak in tongue by heart. Hey! First, when you speak in tongue, the proper Christian, let me call it in quote, <laughs> the intelligent Christian look at you. There was a debate in tongue speaking in those days. Among Christians, I'm not saying outsiders, among Christians. So I said, God, even in our Christian uh, community, we ourselves don't understand the term proper. <laughs> There's someone who, that, who is not a Christian, who is in a certain religion, who doesn't believe in the sonship of God, then you are talking about the one who brought the Holy Ghost. The one who, who through him he came, he doesn't believe him. There is his gift. <laughs> he can believe. I said, no, you make me a fool. You know something that you, you feel like a fool? It was in a play. Because I speak in tongues. So I said, okay. I spoke the tongue and the tongue. You know sometimes you don't want the guy to hear that. Uh, your mom... God said, I said, speak it loud to the guys. Yeah, gee. You know, sometimes it's difficult when the mind doesn't understand. And I started nervously speaking then. Before I realized, I was turning on, speaking, 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 speaking. The guy was looking at myself, well, the man bump. The guy was looking at me. Looking at <laughs> so you know what I don't know I didn't know what was going through his mind. I said, hey, this guy, the guy is crazy. That's why he said Jesus. Is. That is why he said Jesus is the Son of God. And when I finished, he spoke back to me. I, I, I said the story here before. He spoke back to me in a certain language. I think he's from Libya. He used to be, he's from Libya and was a lecturer in the University of Libya. His specialities. He takes the Bible, find where there seems to be loopholes, where there seems to be questions that can blow the mind. To face Christians and, and argue intelligently with them. The Holy Spirit broke that thing. When he spoke back to me, I said, I don't understand. He said, no, you're, it's not, you're a liar. You understand. I said, I don't understand. He said, but you were speaking to me. I said, huh? Charlie, he said, God, let him speak it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't understand what I said. But according to him, he said, I mentioned his name. A name which nobody knows. And I mentioned where he said he's from some village, and his uncle took him to town and attended school. So he even adopted his uncle's name. So his real name, father's name, was the one I mentioned. I said, wow. And I mentioned that village name. He said, this couldn't be. The thing through his all his whatever, sometimes something can mesmerize you and, and, and let you look stupid before God. 
he became stupid before God. I said, when I saw that the guy was broke, I said, now, what, I've, I've hit you down. When you get up now, now can beat you proper. They had the word of knowledge. I said, I'm not going to tell you. This is the proof that Jesus is the son of God. He is dead. He resurrected. He gave a gift. And through that gift, that is why I'm able to know that this and that. So I am going to tell you a second thing so that you don't think that it is a guess. Wait. And that thing is that when you were going to the plane, your wife picked you and said, yes. I said, this is why you told your wife. You're dealing, you bought, you want to do some demon, uh, uh, diamond, diamond work in uh, Botswana. I was going to Pastor Sitime's place. And the guy, your money is locked up. I mentioned the, the moment I mentioned the exact money, the guy started shaking. I said, hmm, I checked it. He became like a small boy. His faith have moved to the faith of the Jesus in which I believed. Sometimes we try to use our mind. But it is God who can change men. That day. You see, sometimes you the one who was afraid just some few minutes ago, his boldness has come. Sometimes, you know, you fear. You can't tell people you fear. But you see the fear inside you. <laughs> the guy forgot about who is Jesus' father. <laughs> his attention moved to the Jesus that is divine. Well, if he's not divine, he cannot do all that through a man. He said, when he was speaking, you spoke boldly as if you know where you're going. I said, yes. And he, I didn't even ask him. He said, I want this Jesus. Amen. God is very fair. By the time we minister the Holy Ghost, I, I minister Christ, I said, let's... Uh, this is what I explained salvation to him. I said, receive Jesus. By the time he finished the Lord prayer, he didn't even say him. He was speaking in tongue too. I said, wow. I said, God, this guy who have argued against you, ah, look, people have received you and they're seeking for tongue. They fasted and they're they not receiving it. Some of you still, you haven't received, isn't it? Huh? You are still struggling with speaking in tongue. Somebody who didn't and, and insulted God. That is why I believe that when we seek God and we put God in the center and leave God to fight the battle, He knows how to win His battle for the church. I believe and trust. In that God. And I told you there was one thing he said. Which made me almost cry. I cried. He said now. After he said now. I know when I die. I'll go to heaven. 
And he said, I know after I have left this place, if I get back home, you may not hear of me. I may die. I may be killed. Because what I have seen, I cannot deny it. His zeal for it, for me, I didn't understand. Me, who got born again a long time, I didn't have that kind of zeal. He said, I am ready to die for that Jesus. But I know I will meet you in heaven. When he said that, I asked myself, am I ready to die now for Jesus? I said, no. I'm being honest. The guy's faith have risen above my faith. The guy's commitment to God was have become more than my commitment to God. Ready to put his life down for Christ. Me, who said I was born again in 1957. <laughs> 67. 1967, old man couldn't say that. The way is your faith. I said, God, help me get this man's faith. Help me. Help me to be like this man. That I wouldn't care for my life, but I would care for Jesus. He is one of my teachers. I just met him briefly in commitment to God. Brethren, when we seek God, what seems very difficult, God takes over. I was thinking, I didn't need to go and look for the theology. Talk about Trinity, they don't understand it. It is you who understand it in that way. Talks about God, they won't understand it. Because the frame of his mind is matter, not spirit. <laughs> so you can't talk about the Holy Spirit, they can't imagine what is called Holy Spirit or a ghost. They don't even believe in a ghost when a man dies, he's dead. So how are you going to talk about his ghost? <laughs> how can you convince such a person unless a ghost comes in front of the person and say, I am here? The Holy Spirit had a way. In my mind, I thought God would give me some words to explain from the Bible, from Genesis, and take it from the guy said the New Testament, uh, Paul was crazy and he, he just wrote some crazy things. So he doesn't even want to listen to the quotation from New Testament. And that's where the, <laughs> the explanation of new birth is. Brethren, what I'm telling you is that seek the Lord. Whatsoever is difficult, God has his own way. I didn't know there was an easier way 
of going through this than debate. I didn't need to de debate with a man to be, make him angry. But he came out of love. Today is your day. I don't want you to enter next year without Christ in your life. If you are here, you haven't got Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Hey, men perovio. That day, everybody is going as an individual. You're not going to go with your wife. That's the first time what God has put together. Let God put asunder. <laughs> That is the first time a husband and a wife will be separated. It will be an individual facing an individual God and facing an individual thing. So you are not going to hide behind anybody. It will be like the time when Goliath shouted and said, give me a man. Normally people can be bold when they are in number. They are they're in a crowd, or how do you call them? Mob, they are bold. Hey, 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 But if you take them one by one, you ask them, everybody. <laughs> if you call them one by one, which one of you, which one of you say, say, Yendi, 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 school, Yendi, Yendi, it, it, it. If I like, sit them down and bring them one by one and ask, which one of you say you will eat? In a room. Everybody will say, we'll eat. <laughs> Sometimes it's one man voice that everybody is all behind. Uh, even that one man, his boldness is based on the bold, on the on the crowd that are supporting. So don't hide behind people and say I'm a Christian. Don't hide behind a church and say I'm a Christian. You're going to face your God alone. You are going to answer for your works alone. So if you haven't received him as your Lord and personal Savior, I'm entreating you this morning to rise up with boldness like the man and receive him. Forget about who is standing by you. Say, hey, I've gone to church for many and people say I'm not a Christian. Ha! <laughs> Look, this one is not a matter of people say though. It's not a matter of this. Say, hey, this sister, I propose to you. If I get to say, do your own believe I'll be proposed to my man. <laughs> Pastor is going to spoil my, uh, my plan. Don't worry. <laughs> if you have to forego that girl for Christ, it's better. That is eternity. If you have to forego that woman for Jesus, it is the best. If, it is, if, it's, if you have to forego a business because you presented yourself as a some people they pretend to to the rest something say say I'm about now she say it doesn't matter that somebody they teach you say okay okay so far 
Kasi obo tongs. Kwa me wari bisa se wanya holy ghost because kasi ai obo tongs. Make an say ka ali 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 Ali, me di baba beka sozo. Nama in forty tips. Ali baba and the forty tips. Bakofie. It's a very serious receiving Jesus Christ is a serious business. It doesn't matter. It is a lifetime live wire. It is grace you are looking for. It's your future. Without it, take it next year. No matter what prophecy they put on your head. No matter how you cross. You can call it crossover. You can call it... Huh? Jump over. You can call it run over. Whatever name you call it... Uh, how do you call it again? Fly over. <laughs> Call it any name. Cross over, jump over, crawl over, fly over, walk over, run over, whatever over. Give me any name. He's not the name of. He's the Christ. So wait here. It's a Christ that matters. So you cannot cross over. You imagine, you saw the, the, the crossover. When Israel, they cross. The same Red Sea. The same Red Sea. And the same human being with the same density. One cross. The sea open for them. One tried to cross, the sea swallow them. So look, <laughs> it's a cross. <laughs> They're all crosses. But one, the sea can open. But the other one, the sea can swallow. I don't want next year to swallow you. I want next year to open for you so you can take everything. That is why I am giving you all this. I hope you're getting me. Yeah. So, every head bow. If you haven't received him as your Lord and personal Savior, I want you to lift up your hand. I believe that there's somebody that Jesus wants to save. There's somebody that God is dealing with. There's somebody that God wants to touch. There's somebody that God wants the person to cross on a new note. I will not this is Thursday. Let me wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow is 31st, isn't it? Tomorrow is 31st. But today is the day you have. The day you have is the day you are living in. So make a decision today. If you want to receive that Jesus as your Lord, sincerely from your heart, you want him to come into your life, 
That is where a real change can come. Because you have lived your own life all over there before. But now you want Jesus to take over your life. Lift up your hand boldly and let us pray for you. It doesn't matter how long you have been to church. I've been to church many years from 67. But one man who got born again one day, his faith, his faith and commitment seems to be more than mine. I want you to pray. Just speak that Jesus allow God to come into your life. Ask him to help you to seek him in this world. Wherever you are standing, wherever you have lifted up your hand, I want you to know that Jesus is here. Oh, God bless you, gentlemen. God bless you. God bless you for lifting and raising your hand. My heart goes for you. I pray for you that there will be a divine intervention that you will cross this year with newness, with new strength, with a new life. That gentleman, I wanted to pray. Say, Lord Jesus, all of us say it with them. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for me. The third day, he rose up again. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is your Lord. And I believe with my heart that you were raised from the dead. Forgive me all my sins. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have come with